0: It is so well defined. What well, we, we have to do it. today, we got to go to work. We got to
1: do- hey, everybody! Wade and Ryan, NFL in London. It's divisional weekend coming up, but we're going to talk about uh, the wild card. Wild card. Ryan is happy because the Bills I won. I am loving football again. It's good. <laughs> it's nice. The fans were there. Fitzmagic was in the stands.
0: But we're going to oh. go. Oh, we'll talk about Fitzmagic. That was actually we can talk about that right now. That's oh, okay. one of the funniest things about yes. the whole weekend was. Seeing a shirtless Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's still on a current NFL team, by the yes. way, he's not like he's retired. No, nope. and come back to play. He's a he's an employee of the Washington Football Team, mm-hmm. just going shirtless in, in amongst Bill's Mafia. Yeah, you gotta love it. That just shows the fan base
1: of what what. It oh does my god, these the fan, And the, like, the great thing was is seeing all the fans. There's it's funny when you see him take his shirt off. There's like four guys look at him and like take their shirt yeah, off as well. Honestly, he, put him on the wall just for that. Oh yes.
0: Yeah. He should be on the Wall of Fame in Buffalo just for that performance, which was probably one of his better performances. He had I, some good games as a Bill, but...
1: You think when you, you think about a guy, and you when you, players you love to love, you know, and when a guy shows up, an active quarterback, shows up in the stands with the fans... In a playoff game, just to be like everyone else, drinking beer, taking off his shirt, going nuts. I mean, yeah,
0: because he was offered tickets to go sit in the in the press box and everything. Yeah. And he was like, no, I'm going in. Yeah, I'm going, going in the with fans. the fans. And that's why... People, that is true fits.
1: Though. That is true fits. That's why people love him. I think uh, the Harvard boy, that's why everyone, everyone wants and him to do well.
0: So a few other things. So the few things happened with this wild card. It was great. It was actually... It had a little yeah. bit of everything, I think, uh, this wild card weekend. But it did... It had a few major storylines. One was... The seven seeds were horrific. Yes. The seven seeds were really bad. But I don't dislike the seven seed thing. No. Because um, because it was just bad luck. Yeah. Right? Like if the Chargers won, then you would have had Bill's Chargers. And, yeah. And you wouldn't have had Pittsburgh in. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, so, and you wouldn't have had Philly in. You could have had the Saints in if Jameis didn't go down, which would have been a bit better. So it was just unfortunate. So I still like it. But you can still
1: blame Detroit for giving Pittsburgh that tie. But, and, yeah. and allowing them to sneak through. It was it was good. There was some good action that went on. I mean, we're going to go through all the games. I mean, to look at the, how the whole weekend went down, it was an exciting weekend of football. Um, and obviously, there was some, some big, you know, some And of some course, there was a Mike McCarthy storyline. Yeah. Two things we
0: said in the last podcast. I said the refs were going to do something that yes. got involved in this somehow. And Mike McCarthy is going to do something completely boneheaded. And... Like Clockwork, like that train is never late. Yes. you Mike picked, McCarthy. You picked it. If you could have bet that as a prop bet.
1: That Mike like McCarthy would, would
0: screw up? Would do something stupid, but it's too arbitrary of a betting thing. Yeah,
1: you can. And the, I don't think, you could probably bet it in the United States, but not here. We'll get to that game. Well, let's go through the first games. We'll talk about the, the first game on Saturday, which we watched, the, the Raiders and the Bengals. Uh, the, the thing about this one, you know, the Raiders tried to mount a comeback in this one, but it was all Bengals. It was all Joe Burrow. Uh, in this game, uh, Raiders didn't really have much of a chance. Well, they did. They, they I mean, came
0: down to the end. Like, they did have a chance, end, but, but Joe Burrow did look great. A few things here, again, with the refs. Yes. That that was ridiculous. That first Joe Burrow touchdown should not have counted. They blew the whistle. Yeah, blew the whistle. And then the guy caught it. Once the whistle blows, that's it. The yeah, play's dead. play's dead. Play's dead. And, and for them to even, like, replay it and still go through, which is why those refs have been told they're out for the rest of the playoffs. They're, they're benched. Yeah. They're in the sin bin where they belong. Well,
1: especially blowing a whistle that you didn't need a whistle for. There was no need for a whistle. He was like, oh, it's my bad. Yeah, and it was just ridiculous. So, then to just allow the touch, because you could
0: even see the Raider player kind of just kind of stop. Like yeah. He didn't put his arms up. He just kind of let the ball float exactly. over him. And you have to say that the whistle was involved. Yeah. So... Um, for the writers it's unfortunate but again it, it comes down to Derek Carr and I think um, we've seen from this we've seen now mike
1: Mayock. he's gone he's gone yeah
0: so you're probably gonna see the the Rick Basace
1: the sopranos hit
0: henchman yeah out the see, door. he
1: he wrote uh, he wrote personal letters to everyone on the team what a what a great day I mean obviously it's your last time as a coach but he wrote personal letters to everyone thank them a lot of people love the guy there's been a lot of people actually fighting for him. But you know what, Derek Carr. <laughs> what if
0: it's like they're so annoying, just like oh, another Versace letter? Yeah, <laughs> like, great that's every game. It's all feelings. It's like, why does the yeah, coach Why it? does
1: this guy gush so much? Dude, get a diary. So I mean, you, we got to look at obviously because now you sort of it's a disappointing sort of performance for for the Raiders, but they made the most out of what they basically had of all the stuff that was going on. You got Derek Carr finally here. Uh, nineteen point eight million, five years.
0: Again, for for nineteen point eight million is actually quite cheap.
1: He's a top a quarterback. ten quarterback. He's he, in the top ten, he's, so
0: they're in a tricky situation. So there, a lot of wheels are going to be spinning now in 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 Oakland or Oakland. Sorry, uh, Vegas in Oakland. Gonna always well. do this. I'm never gonna stop. Um, because there's rumors of Jim Harbaugh coming in. Whoever's yeah. your new GM, do they get someone like Russell Wilson under the Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, yeah, they could go for someone like Aaron Rodgers. They can get. Bring in someone. Out. So there's like the it's wide open because Vegas, that market yeah. for like whatever players that want to like again, Russell Wilson's wife's a singer, could go just be a sit lounge singer in or, some casino. Or drink and drive around town. Whatever. It's it's, it's drive, all open. be an Uber driver. Yeah, Uber driver. driver. Exactly. But for this, I think this is a great thing. I think that with Cincinnati... let's forget about the Raiders, let's give Cincinnati a credit. Yeah. You know, for thirty-one years, the curse of Bo Jackson. They haven't won a playoff game. And Joe Burrow, you know, it's great. He was great. You know, 200, yeah. 244 yards. He was yeah. solid across the board. You know, two touchdowns. That, that, that touchdown, even with the whistle, was an amazing throw.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and again, with Zach Taylor, the cool thing of him going into bars yeah. across Cincinnati just to, like, give game balls to fans in bars. I thought it was a yeah, nice thing. Yeah. Forget your little letter. Uh was lost. loss. I guess you can't yeah. really do that. But to me, that was a really cool thing for him to just go into bars and be like, Cincinnati fans. You got to love yeah. Cincinnati. That they, again... They're a team that's gone through so much pain, mm-hmm. so much heartache. They needed this win, so uh, it was. And Joe Burrow now is just solidified him as for the next decade. You know, with Josh Allen and oh Holmes yeah, and, the, and then the AFC is just going to be fun to watch. For the he's next a,
1: he's season. a badass hustler. Also, it turns out the other guy going around giving game balls, Urban Meyer going to different bars <laughs> yeah. giving bars out. To, hey, he wants a game ball? It's it's in my pocket. You gotta reach in. Uh, but the Bengals <laughs> move on. Uh, exciting, you know, the Raiders. I think you know you look at the Raiders and you look at the Steelers and go, ooh, they barely made it in, um, but you know put up put up a bit of a fight there. It looked like the Bengals were going to stomp. I think all over the Raiders
0: them. is a is a is a good job to want. I think they got some pieces with Waller, Jacobs looked good, mm-hmm. even looked pretty good. This game it wasn't it wasn't terrible. But I think it's actually a job a lot of people want. They can get someone like Harbaugh to come into Vegas. I yeah. think that would be awesome. I think that the wheels are spinning towards something like a big name. This is Vegas, right? You this is Vegas. Yeah, get a splash, and Bisaccia is just not going to be the big. He's name. not.
1: And it, you, you look at you look you're at Davis.
0: Show like, you're, you're you, look man. at
1: Davis, and and he's going to want just like his dad, big things, big names, big excitement. Bassacchia is not big. Uh, but, you know, for what he's done, I think there'll be a lot of teams be looking at him and go, you know, this guy stepped in and, and someone to be looking How at He'll him. get a job, but don't worry, definitely. Uh, a lot of guys looking for jobs right now. A lot of teams, especially Dallas, might be losing a lot of their guys. But let's go through and talk about the Patriots' bills. We watched it here. This game wasn't close. Seven drives, seven touchdowns, or seven scores, yeah, pretty much. seven touchdowns. Seven touchdowns, seven scores. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people go, on, how did he do that? But it wasn't close.
0: It was the first NFL's perfect game yeah. in NFL history. Seven drives, seven touchdowns, no turnovers, no field goal attempts, no yeah. punts. Technically, you could say they missed two extra points, so it wasn't a perfect it game. It wasn't perfect. So It was as close to perfect game as... Well, Josh Allen played the perfect game. And there game. was a dildo
1: on the field, so there's, perfect. There's a
0: dildo on the field, which is just such a great tradition that, yeah. uh, that, that will always be new. This is why the Bills... People love Bills Mafia, and they're the best fans of the world, yeah. because they do stupid shit like this. Uh, but Josh Allen was tremendous. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've, I was literally speechless watching that game. I couldn't even believe... What I was witnessing out there. Bill Belichick's D. Everyone all week saying the cold is going to play into his advantage, that they're going to be able to pound yep. it, be able to. And just right off the bat, Josh Allen goes down the field. And then Patriots came back, and, and Mac Jones looked good on that first drive. The he first was making drive. some nice runs, making yeah. passes, and then he got intercepted by Micah yeah. Hyde, which was just one of the best interceptions. I think I've ever seen coming up just like Willie Mays in the center yeah. field. Willie Mays Hayes. Running it down. Just coming and running it down. It was unreal to watch. Um, this, you know, Devin Singletary looked good. That Bills D. Like, it was just um, a burying of the Patriots. And it, and it, this is a team that has buried the Bills for 20 yeah. years. I remember a game years ago where Bill Belichick put up 40, like 54 on the Bills on Sunday night football and went for it on fourth and one up like 45 yeah. to 10. So it was, this was, I think, just of we remember this. And yeah. Sean McDermott saying the fans are here. We're going to rub it in like they have done for so long. And it was beautiful to watch.
1: There was no answer. I mean, the Patriots had no answer for them. You could see his confidence get zipped after that first interception. Buffalo defense was scary. They were downright scary. They were all over them. Um, And the 17 points the Patriots did get, I think they were quite lucky. The Buffalo Bills looked like they could have just kept scoring and scoring and scoring. The fans were there. right? And to move on to the next round, obviously, against Kansas City, who looked okay, um, Buffalo put out a dominant performance and basically said, we're ready for the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, it was just, that's, again, a lot of times the playoffs are all about who gets hot, who gets that nice... Again, we're now going into the next round where you're going to have Mahomes, um, Mahomes, Allen, two quarterbacks through five touchdowns. The game before, it's going yeah. to be just—it's almost going to be too hyped to be this like like that Rams game a couple years ago that was like fifty-two to forty-nine. Yeah, I think that's what people are thinking. Um, it, it's going to be so many bets on the overs across, like yeah. the prop bets of Josh Allen. Um, I think again, this is something like if you're Bill Belichick too. You're watching across that being like, listen, I'm 70 years old. How how am I going to, what am I going to do? What do you want me to do? Like, I don't, my guy can't do, maybe like, first of all, Mac Jones had a good year. Yeah. And the Patriots make the playoffs. But the Patriots put in like a quarter of a billion into this defense and to build back this thing. And then to have Josh Allen just do that to you. uh, That's going to make you kind of question, what what do you, what are you going to do to stop? Because now it's looked like it's flipped. Now it's Buffalo for the next. Ten years, and I think even with Tua,
1: like how is Tua going to beat Josh Allen? It's, yeah, it's about progression, and you got to see progression in Mac Jones, and I think that's what we hope again, to see this year. Give him a chance. I think yeah. Mac Jones, I think, has a couple pieces.
0: Damian Harris is good. Kenyon Bourne look good? But he's more of a number two. They need to really get Mac Jones a number one mm-hmm. and get him some weapons because the t- the the strategy of I'm going to get Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith and do this 1980s football didn't work. Like, no. Hunter Henry. Was got like five hundred yards and nine touchdowns, and Johnny Smith did nothing. It was it would. The NFL has changed, and they need a quarterback. Even though Mac Jones is accurate and he can do the checkdowns, what Josh Allen did of throwing it down the field, throwing on the run, that's the new NFL. And if your quarterback yeah. can't do any of that, it's going to be
1: hard to win. Yeah, you got to have that depth of of quarterback ability. And Mac Jones, he didn't really take a lot of deep shots. Whether that's Bill Belichick's handcuffs, whether that's just he's not that able, but I think that they used him in baby steps. And so next year, you unleash the beast a little bit more. Speaking of unleashing the beast, Sunday night, we watched the Sunday night games. But the most exciting thing on Sunday night was watching the NFL team play charades with that annoying Canadian Rachel girl. Uh, Ryan and I actually had to turn off. Was that Saturday we watched No, it was Saturday. It doesn't
0: matter. They they got... There's too much time, but the pregame's too long, number one. yeah. And then they, someone around the line told them that they were funny. That's the worst. And then they all believed it. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, some of them have a good
1: sense of First of all, no one plays charades. No. Like, what is this? Maybe with your 80-year-old grandmother. But uh, no, yeah, no, it's just annoying. And, anyway. Well, F- filling TV stuff. It's, and I love Rich Eisen. Right? Yeah.
0: I love Rich Eisen. He's one of my favorite. Yeah. I love, I love his podcast. I love watching his videos on YouTube. But I hate that he does that because it's like, you're better than that right? He is.
1: It's like your wife getting dominoes. You're better than that. You can do that, right? Yeah, the writer's room should just work on, so work on another game.
0: Yeah, there's work a million on, games out there.
1: Yeah, annoying Canadians trying to take out the NFL. Damn them. Pictionary or exactly. whatever. Exactly. Eagles, Buccaneers, this game again, not close. It was a windy day, and what really struck me is Tom Brady was throwing the ball harder than he's ever thrown. You'd look at him chucking these balls and the. They was so hard for the the players to even catch. Uh, This game, you know, he didn't have all his tools, but it was enough tools. Philadelphia was not even in this contest. They just got blown out. That Tampa Bay defense really showed up. It was nice to have a few guys. bit interesting or a bit worrisome for for the Bucs, losing whiffs, having a few injuries. Uh, But a lot of these guys came back. Uh, You just wonder how this banged-up team is going to keep moving on going forward because you lose a center like that. No, it's
0: the right tackle. Yeah, lose a huge key part of your offensive line. And I was watching the game, and it's like where Scott went out, and his ankle was kind of hurt. It got rolled, and it looked bad. Then he went back in, Got schooled and Tom Brady got sacked and yeah. now you're sitting there like why did you put him back in? The, the, it looked like a terrible injury to start with. Yeah. He's your most important. Put him in the tenth. They threw him right back in. Tom Brady gets sacked immediately. Yeah, it was. I don't know what Bruce Arians is doing out there. I think he's just like you know he's like uh, like Gollum, right? He's yeah. touched the precious of the trophy, so now he's just his mind. Yeah, I'll take Antonio Brown. Yeah, I'll take whatever. Whatever. Just whatever give whatever me the I got If I got a Nancy Kerrigan. Josh, someone, next week, yeah. I'll do it. He's just lost his mind, and he's going to do... He's putting his players out in injury risk. So, um, maybe Antonio Brown was right. Maybe he did throat slash him. Maybe he did. <laughs> maybe he said you're going to die. Maybe he was right all along, and we've been wrong. Oh, um, that's what he wants But what we weren't wrong about is... Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was just... We said, if he goes down behind, it's over. Yeah. And you could just see the difference in arm strength. Like, when... Like you were saying, Tom Brady's zipping it. But Jalen Hurts, when he had to just get it there, it just felt like it took forever. Yeah. And it gave a chance for the, the Bucks' corners to just grab it. Like, that interception yeah. one-yard line. It just felt like it took forever to get there. And I think... That's the worrisome part about Jalen Hurts' game. It's not the running and the improvisation. It's the, you need the arm strength to really yeah. zip it down that field and, and that pocket awareness to be able to stand in there and get it to the sidelines without having to... It felt like whenever he makes a play, it's always improvised. Yeah, scrambling. And you got guys like Devontae Smith and Jalen Rager just just gets worse. and right? just yeah. gets... It's hard to his watch. ball control is horrible. It's like, yeah, he just needs to go somewhere else, I think, um, and to start his new career. Because he's just... The Philly crowd has ruined him, has broken him. So, yeah. he, again, he's a first-round pick, he might get a chance. But, to me, this didn't say that much. I think they were able to run it without Jones or Fournette, was, was yeah. showed really promise. But, again, now going up against the Rams, you're going up against tough defense... It's going to be, and if this is hurt with Von Miller coming yeah. and Aaron Jones. That front Aaron four of the Rams, they don't even tough. need the pressure. They don't even but need the but blitz. To me, I think this game played out exactly like we thought it was. Yeah. I didn't think Philly was, they were a bad seven seed that got in. At least if Saints would have won, it, that defense, no, yeah. they played Brady. The Eagles D just didn't have enough power. and Didn't Philly have enough experience,
1: yeah. And that bugaboo to get in Brady's head. But, you know, the Bucks they stomped them. It was over quick. And you sort of like, we're done, we're moving on. Uh, The next game, a game I said was going to pick. Ryan had the Cowboys. I I had the 49ers and the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. I don't know why.
0: I trash Mike McCarthy all the time. I know. And then I pick. You know why? Because I believe their offense is insane. On paper, great team. Great team. Yeah, that's what I mean. On paper. That's what I mean. The Mike McCarthy. So, like, it all really comes down to Mike McCarthy. Because that play
1: call was atrocious. The it clock went, management of him, it's Dak as well, not running out of bounds. So you stay in bounds. Well, they did block the corner. They basically gave them the middle yeah. of the field.
0: And the crazy part was, like, it was driving me insane. Even though I wasn't really cheering for Dallas, I didn't care who won. Uh, but it was driving me crazy that San Francisco just let them just walk up the field 40 yards. Yeah. With like nothing. with no. And it was just like, what are you doing? Just let them run 20 yards to the sideline. 20 yeah. yards to the sideline. And it's just like, what are you doing, yeah. Niners? It was, I was, and it was... It was, and then you had this thing where they finally just put all their guys on the sideline. And then, Dak, there's, there's, they say something like you <coughs> need 18 seconds to do what they tried to do. Yeah. And that, again, the ref had to just ball over. He has to
1: touch the ball. Yeah. They so didn't give it to, you give it to the center instead of the ref, which is a rookie mistake. But this is a coaching mistake. Yeah. That- this is
0: a, again, and we've had, we've said this, like everyone said this. In critical situation, Mike McCarthy's going to screw you. I will give him one credit. He did fake me out on that fake fake punt. Yeah. The fake punt was great because I was like, I couldn't believe they were punting in that situation. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You have to do this. And then, of course, does the fake punt. I was like, well played. You fooled me there, McCarthy. Well done. Yeah.
1: But then at the end, he did McCarthy. I think the problem that they're going to have is... You've got Mike McCarthy, but you have Dan Quinn, and Dan Quinn has been running their defense, who's been amazing. You've got every team, well, in, the go. he okay, every team in the league go. Every team in the league is going to. We'll take Dan Quinn. We'll take Dan Quinn off your hands. I'm, you know, I'm sure that you know the Bears. Obviously, we don't want defensive minded coaches anymore. But a lot of people are going to say we'd love to have a Dan Quinn on our team. Um, so the, the, the Cowboys, and you sort of wonder they're going to be. They're stuck with Mike McCarthy. Um, and just bad decision Well, maker. no,
0: not really. The, Jerry, Jerry Jones would fire him. He could afford Jerry Jones. He fire. could. They've already,
1: they've already intimated that they're going to keep him. Um, you know, it's only first year. This no, it's second year. Second year. Second but Jerry, year. Uh, what's his name? Jones' son was on a radio show yesterday and said there were no plans to yeah, get rid of him. Yeah, because
0: that's always meant, that always means something. The 49ers show. The kiss of death.
1: It's yeah. Like, like yeah he's, Fredo. He's, we love it's like him. Fredo. Um, but. 49ers, great running game. Their defense really stuck up here. You know, what it is that they... They controlled the ball. Jimmy G was not great, but he was effective. He did
0: Jimmy G things. He had his his moments where he was really good. And then near the end, he boneheaded mistakes. Um, The interception was terrible. He was sailing balls everywhere. And then he got picked with it. And then to not let your tackle set and then to do that sneak to then get that five-year pound to yeah. give Dallas even a chance to win was inexcusable and it, and when we were when I was watching it it just kind of felt like it is Kyle Shanahan always just trying to give the game away it yeah. feels like and they don't necessarily know if it's his fault but it just feels sometimes like what are you doing like every time he has a big lead in a huge situation they just let Dallas come yeah. right back in no matter what it just feels like him my, uh, Kyle Shanahan with the lead is the most terrifying yeah. thing in sports right now. If especially if you're a Niners fan, but they were able to pull this off again. I don't think Dallas, even if they got another shot, would have needed a, a sort of yeah. Mary. Would have been tough, um, but they shouldn't even have had a chance. Like San Francisco should have ended this game. San
1: Francisco could have put it away earlier. You know, this was this was out. Of, this could have been out of reach at one point for the Cowboys. Um, what strikes me is Dallas doesn't have that ability to shockingly come back. No, that's the thing. You you don't have the ability to score. It's like, okay, we're down. Let's rally and score. And and I don't think that the Cowboys do. They have the talent, you know? You got CeeDee Lamb, you got Amari Cooper, you got some speedsters, but they don't use them. CeeDee Lamb has been just... The last six weeks, I I traded for him
0: in fantasy in like week 13. Didn't get a touchdown the rest of the way, the rest of the season. He... After he just had a hot—he was a hot young—and I don't know what happened with him. He's just gone completely invisible. Zeke is just slow and injured all the time, so does he even come back? they got to get Pollard more yeah. than that offense. But you're going to now have this thing where in a couple of years, if Zeke's still doing this, one and done, or winning one game, you're going to now wonder, we're paying this guy forty five yeah. dollars a year. Are we are we getting, the again, like when we see John, what Josh Allen did, where you just take over games. Yeah. Zeke never seems to take over a game. Yeah. Again, especially against good teams. He does against crap teams. He did it in Week 18 against Philly, where he had yeah. five touchdowns against sure. the COVID team. Yeah, against their third stringers. So again, this is going to be a continued question. And when you're teaming Mike McCarthy, someone who's, who's not seen as this innovative, young, thinking genius mm-hmm. with someone like that you i mm-hmm. think this is just a recipe for disaster
1: yeah i mean you've got dak that's this high pay and then you look at someone like uh, ryan fitzpatrick who can rally two teams together <laughs> from the stands not even be in the game yeah. and still win He's it just gonna him.
0: hire himself as a guy who rips off shirts just go just goes in Insane. and
1: just uh it's like the fan guy who goes in and, and, and gets the fans all crazy we go to our final uh, no not our final game second penultimate game uh, it was the Chiefs hosting the Steelers in Big Ben's bloated farewell tour. Um, Kansas City Chiefs get the win. They didn't look great in this one. Well, they, they had won. 10
0: minutes where they looked fantastic. Yeah,
1: 10 minutes where he scored five touchdowns. It yeah. was great. Uh, five touchdowns in 10 minutes. But other than that...
0: They started slow, and they gave up that big uh, fumble, which T.J. Watt ran in. Yeah. And he was sitting there. But man, when you when you said about like watching Ben, ben throw milk jugs, yeah. that is exactly what it looks yes. like. Yes. Those balls just hung in the air, yeah so long, and you're wondering like when he go when Ben goes deep, does he ever see the guy ever open or because yeah. it it's always a deep it's like a two center fielder and a left fielder fighting over the ball yeah in a child's game and then it hits the ground and it's an error mm-hmm. it's it's just painful the I think Pittsburgh is like my God, thank God for the end of this big Ben like, yeah thank just... you Big Ben, but go like it, it was worse than like what
1: uh, Manning was. And Manning was bad in his eyes. So he, he was bad in the end. But he, he won just, the Super Bowl. He had still had a bit more zip on the balls, though, than yeah, Big my God, Big It Man. almost feels like he's shoving it sideways. You watch it. And it is like a... You just watch this thing you're like, what is that doing? It's not barely floating. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes, they were 42 points. Like, he beat the Steelers by 42. But I don't think that they were as dominant as they have been in previous years. You beat up the worst team pretty much going into the playoffs. Um, you know, a team that could, couldn't even beat Detroit. So...
0: Yeah, it's tough. It's gonna to be. That's the thing. Did Did you again? You have Bills coming off a huge win, but at least that was against Belichick's defense. But yeah. again, you do have a Pittsburgh defense that does have you know Watt and some good pieces, but they've been banged up yeah. um, all year. So again, it, it just shows. I think they saw what Buffalo did, and they just said, "We'll get five touchdowns." Today. Yeah. Say so, yeah, we we want to hear. It. And I think that's what you want. That's what it set it up for. Um, and it's gonna be an amazing game. I think the Chiefs. The Bills' defense, I think, is a bit better. Yeah. Um, and their offenses are equal. I think I think it's just going to be an awesome game. And I think this is setting up to be the next Brady Manning for the next decade. Could be. Where you're going to see this game every single year, no matter what. It's going to be Bills-Chiefs. Every single year. Giving you
1: heart attacks. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by two and a half points in this one. We moved to the final one where I thought the Cardinals would be able to put something <laughs> together. But it was the Rams and their defense. Basically... If you look at this game, the Rams told Matt Stafford, don't do what you normally do. Don't throw the ball. And and they basically managed them like Matt Jones, like Bill Belichick did. Basically, don't do any deep passes. Don't be crazy. We don't have Robert Woods anymore. And what did they do? They, their defense was great. The front four rushed really quickly. They were able to get the quarterback. And Stafford was able to get the, get it going. 21 points right off the, uh, the start of the, the half Um, You know, the Cardinals, and then you see Kyler Murray with that, just the pressure. He couldn't deal with that pressure. He had that horrible pass, horrible chucking pass where he throws it at the one. uh, Interception. The, The Cardinals just looked bad. The defense didn't step up. You know, everything that we thought maybe the Cardinals would do, but the Rams, when it finally actually mattered... They played the game that they needed to play, and it was good. It was good to see because I don't think a lot of us... I had sort of written off the Rams saying they're not going to play up to their ability, but they finally did. This is just classic. Well, again, this has been like a history thing now with
0: Cliff Kingsbury. Start strong, ends terribly. And it's been like that. It was that way, if you look at his college stats in the last four years, he was really bad. And again, it was like this last year. They started off really hot, didn't make the playoffs. After the Hail Murray, Mm -hmm. didn't really do anything. Um, They just looked completely overwhelmed. Again, yeah, you lost DeAndre Hopkins, but great quarterbacks... That are gonna win you Super Bowls and Greg Corbin should be able to make it work. Like, yeah, look at what I like, look at what Brady always did. Yeah. He never Brady never had the best receivers. You know, yeah. he never had like, except the year he had Moss. He's always had this kind of the makeshift squad. You yeah. know? Aaron Rodgers has never had a, the second receiver. He's he can always, turn any white boy and when, into and a Devon, receiver. And when Devontae yeah. Adams is out, he still makes it work. You know, Josh Allen can pry, If Diggs went out, I think you'd feel confident that he'd still move it. With Kyler Murray, it just feels like. Like, he doesn't want to run anymore. No. Um, And when it gets near the end of the year, when it gets cold, even though it was in L.A., and it just feels like he's just... When you see his face, he just has that just complete, like... Ugh, I'm just like, I don't, yeah. you don't feel that fire. You don't feel like he's just, that That guy's gonna bring us back. Like, no, there's a bit of nervousness no, to it. No, it's him. just this, like, it just feels like this, what the fuck. I, I got, he's almost <laughs> like in his head, he's thinking, I should have played baseball.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yeah.
0: He's got that probably. And I wonder if that goes through his head every now and then because it's just like, Probably just like, you know, I, I, this, I'm not gonna, I don't have to deal with this shit getting chased around. Not yeah, gonna. I don't have to get hit. So. And I think this is just, again, this is an Arizona team that we've seen this now with Kyler Murray for a few years. Going to put up great games, but the inconsistency. It's, it's, again, this is his first playoff game. Mm-hmm. Most players' first playoff game isn't great. Yeah. Most, most lose. So, But again, with Hopkins next year, I think they're, they're going to have to get a few more pieces on defense because they weren't able to stop the run. With the Rams and I, Odell was a great. Yeah. Odell's was looked great. the so looked very good. Brought a new yeah. dimension to that the team. The pass he chucked. yeah, like, hey, he's done that a couple times yeah. with the Giants. So I think the Rams did did what they needed to do to now set up a really good game with Brady. And I think it's going to be again. Rams beat him, I think, earlier in the year. Yeah. So it's going to be in Tampa, and it's. I'm worried if it's going to Stafford's going to have to shoot it out with him
1: because nobody wants to shoot out with Tom Brady in in the postseason. You know. But he's very, looking very competitive. But the fact is, what I liked in it, as I said, they didn't, he, basically, I think, he just basically McVay said to Stafford, don't chuck it, don't, don't do what you normally do, we're just going to do small moves, short passes, move the ball down. And that was effective. It was effective because when he's, Matt Stafford has a chance to open it up, he makes some boneheaded plays. And, and that was the interceptions that we've seen, the three interceptions the past few games. Well, that's it for this podcast. For the division, uh, the wild card. We got the divisional games this weekend. Uh, the Saturday game, the Titans and the Bengals. We'll be playing at nine thirty at the Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, We've also got the Sunday game, the first game, which is going to be L.A. and uh, Tampa Bay. You can watch that at the Sports Bar and Grill. As well, the Sports Bar and Grill, uh, our old buddy Jason Bell, uh, February 1st, they're going to be doing a Super Bowl preview with Jason Bell. Uh, It's five quid in advance. Get the tickets. I think it's We Are Sport and Budweiser putting it on. Get your tickets. Ask Jay anything. Uh, It's a good Q&A. Come down to Old Street to watch the game. That's it for Wade and Ryan. We'll do our divisional preview this weekend, folks. Stay safe, and thanks for listening.